Welcome back to another episode of Abundant Life Podcast. I'm Jay Danell, and as always, I'm here with my boy Leo Lopez. Welcome back, lifers. Boy, do we have a great show for you today. We hope you're ready. Let's go. Lifers, lifers, welcome back. We appreciate you. Welcome back. Hello, hello. So we got a good show today. We're going to touch on a few different topics, kind of things that are going on in our lives today. Everyone's lives, actually. So we want to touch base on a couple of things. Um, for example, right, we're going to touch on are we in a recession? Are we heading to a recession? Right. Also, homes. Have you guys seen homes? What's going on with the market with interest rates? They're drastically just jumping. <laughs> I had yeah. some friends that were in the market for a home and now they're out of the market. I'm just that quick. That quick. That quick. Yeah. Um, it just happened so quickly. Before we get started, though, we always want to take the time to thank you for tuning in, listening. We want to thank you for your emails. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being attentive. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing the podcast. We have uh, had some really good numbers, so we do appreciate the support we do. Um, and, and again, we do ask that you email us at allministries2. That's the number two at Gmail. And if there's some things you want us to talk about, some topics and some points that um, you want us to hit on, we can do that. You can leave us comments there, okay, about certain episodes of the podcast. Uh, if there's questions you have that we may not have answered within the time frame that we're on the podcast, let us know. We're, we're happy to hear from you. So we do appreciate all the support. Again, allministries2 at gmail.com. And if you do, if you are tuning in uh, on Spotify and or iTunes, et cetera, whatever platform you have, do us a favor Make sure that you are hitting that notification bell. We've we've um, wanted to make sure we go over that. So notification bell, and that will let you know every time we come on the air, which is every Friday. So please hit the notification bell, subscribe, and share. Yes, share. So now what we're gonna what I wanted to touch on first is I was reading this article, and um, it says mortgage demand drops to a twenty five year low, and one of the reasons is interest rates are climbing right so now check this out right here it says demand for mortgages to buy a home and to refinance fell again not just fell fell again so check this out right so mortgage demand hits the lowest level since 1997 Mm. if you remember it wasn't that long ago maybe about a year or so and slightly before uh that people were pretty much fighting over homes there was no so to kind of give you just a small backlog of how we got here uh, after the pandemic demands rose and a lot of people started moving from different places, a lot of West Coast because of uh, people being able to work from home. And now you can work from home. Most jobs bought into that. And so from there, people were like, hey, I can go move where I want to move. I can buy what I want to buy wherever and still work from home if that is going to be a permanent thing. And so. You had that movement and that and some other things, but you had that movement. And so there weren't, you know, there was a shortage of homes and it was a big demand. So we all know about supply and demand. We won't get into that. But and, and, and during this time, mortgages were record lows, record lows, the rates, record lows, the lowest I've ever seen. It. And I've I've personally worked in the mortgage industry for about 12 years. The lowest, obviously, we've ever seen it. Right. But I mean, get a 30 year fix. At two and a half percent, tremendous. Now think about this. If you got in at two and a half percent, if you got in at three percent, do you think you're going to refinance anytime soon at all? 
Absolutely not. Or even move? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> so homes were so expensive. People were bidding on it. I was actually one. Of, I was actually in that movement of looking for a home. People were bidding on homes. People were going around and you and know, people were bidding like forty, fifty G's <laughs> over the asking price and still getting outbid. Yes, still not getting the home. And it got to a point where you fall in love with the house and then you lose the house. You fall in love with another house and it became a frustrating process. However, that process, as we all knew, was going to come and go. And now we're starting to see the decline. We're starting to see the feds raise the rates. And we're starting to see a decline in home purchases. And so we're going to get into that. Not just that. And Leo has some good stats for you today. Uh, but not just the home rates. But it's going to affect, obviously, automotive industry. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's getting more expensive to borrow money. Yes, a lot more expensive. So you see it in your goods. We'll get into that in foods and et cetera. So we have some good stuff for you today. Leo's going to break down some things. I'm going to let him go ahead and, and dive into some of it. Yes, yes. All right, so I'm going to go back to homes, right? So a lot of this reason this stuff is happening is because they're trying to curb inflation. So I already know the Federal Reserve is raising rates. Uh, he says he's trying to break the back on inflation. So I'm going to go back to homes, right? So this is all recent right here. So check this out. It says home buyers demand for mortgages drop 4% for the week, right? So in a week, it dropped 4% and is 38% lower than the same week one year ago. So think about it, 38% down from a year ago. And that's just to finance, right? To buy a home. And this is through Mortgage Bankers Association. Also, applications to refinance a home loan fell 7% compared with the previous week. That's just in a week, but this is crazy stats right here. Demand was 86% lower than the same week one year ago. Hmm. 86% lower. So I feel bad for, you know, thinking about people in mortgage rates, right? Think about it. If your business is down 86% from last year. Wow. doesn't matter what business you're in. You're down 86%. Yeah. yeah. That's devastating. That's, uh, that's look, I think I, I have, so I have some friends that still work in the mortgage industry and I have a, a friend that's a, uh, it's an underwriter. And he told me, he said, I just saw my first 7% mortgage for a 30 year, wow. you know, now keep in mind, rates have been this high before. So when he says first, he's not saying historic, but he is saying within the last 20 years or less, this is, I mean, we, we've become accustomed to the lower rates, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we have, and if you've missed that boat, you know, one of the things that and we'll go over some details, we do want to make sure we cover those. We're going to cover some topics at the end, some things you can do to help prepare for the next opportunity and some things you can do to prepare for what's coming. Cause we're going to cover some things that's coming down the pipe that you can kind of see here um, in, you know, in the economy with prices raising and, you know, everything is going up, but your, your income. So we want to make sure we cover some of those things. What we do not cover today, please, if you have some questions or some concerns, again, email us and let us know. And we'll be sure to respond back to you with what you can do to help prepare you and your family for what may be coming down. What we believe is coming down. The yes, pipe. exactly what we believe here. So I'm going to go in a few more facts here. And this is through realtor.com. So they're saying the median home price in the United States right now is four hundred and twenty-seven thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. That's the median. So the average mortgage, let's say, at a rate at six point seven uh, percent fixed right uh, loan. Based on this, a buyer must have a median annual income 
of $124,000 to buy a home under the circumstances that we're all living in right now. Mm. Can you imagine that? That also, that study here, check this out, concludes that 20 million Americans who could afford a home last year can no longer do so. Do me a favor, Leo, real quick. Give them a, so give them a sense. So right now, the median home, now this is based off of the entire U.S., correct? Yes. So this is taking it. So if you're in the area and you're like, hey, my, I don't, these houses don't cost that much. They're doing a calculation across the country. Yes. Okay. We know how high homes could be in California, West Coast, et cetera. So that's what they're doing. But give them a sense of what, how far we've come. So if the median home um, purchase right now price is about the mid fours, where were we about 10, 20 years ago? I think 20 years ago, we were about 120,000, if I remember correctly. That, think about that jump. You, so from about one to, and that's, this is a huge jump because if you do your research, you understand it doesn't go that fast. Like you don't get from 120 to 430, you know, in about 20 years. If you, over the time, you know, obviously we know home prices are going to go up, but because of what we just went through with the inflated market, these homes are up high. And if you haven't been able to purchase a home, um, you know, right now it's becoming more, more and more tougher to do so. And purposely so, right? The, the feds are raising rates purposely to slow down buying power and to slow down purchases. So there is a, obviously there's, you know, that's the purpose. So they're raising rates and they're, they're supposed to raise the rates Supposedly another two times this year yes, by so about 75 basis points. Yeah, November uh, 2nd, they're going to come out. And normally what happens, too, is what I've noticed, I mean, it just happens. Every time they raise the rates, the following day, the market goes down. The stock market just all red, all red. It just completely goes down. So people have been seeing that as well in, obviously, their 401ks or any kind of investments they have. Everyone's down, right? So even the S&P 500 is down, I believe, about 25%. Man, yeah, twenty five percent, right? Everything's down, and it's going to continue, right? They're going to raise the rates in November and again in December. So, as you were saying, auto industry is going to get hit. If you have, um, let's say, for example, if you have credit cards, mm. right? If you don't have that zero percent or whatnot, those rates are going up too. So it's not just mm. interest rates in the homes, automotive. It's going to be credit cards as well. So now you're paying again even higher interest. So think about that little minimum payment you're sending. Well, more of that's going to be going to interest. So these are things we got to, you know, look at and observe and do a little research on and see, okay, where is everything heading? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where's everything going right now? And also tying a few things in here with, um, I want to go into recession, right? So normally they say, well, right now they haven't really came out and said that we're in a recession, right? You know, uh, JP Morgan, uh, the CEO was saying that, you know, in about nine months, six to nine months, we should be in a recession. But the interesting thing is there's always like a, a, a saying uh, that they have a definition of um, when you're in a recession. Right. So they say that if you have two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic product GDP, uh, the U.S. has entered in a recession. And that happened already. That was around um, April to June we already had two consecutive months of GDP growth in the negative. So based on what they've related to in the past and what you're, what is a recession? We're in it right now. Mm. We're in it right now. So keep in mind, let's say back in 2008, it took them 12 months to announce that we were in a recession. 
everybody was feeling it, right? Just like we're feeling it now. Yeah. Inflation's through the roof, groceries, eggs, whatever you're getting right now is through the roof. Yeah. We're feeling it. And these are the things we want to touch on and try to prepare yourself for when they do announce that we're in a recession sometime next year. When they announce it, it's going to create more fear. Yeah. Right? People's stock market, I believe their portfolio is going to go down again. So these are things that we're going to have to prepare for. And I want to touch on just some stats here, right? So they released inflation, and we were at 8.2% um, for September. They they released it. Okay. They were hoping to drop it down to 8.1. It's at 8.2. So just to give an idea on food costs, right? So food costs is up 11.2%. Food at home is up 13%. So cereals and bakery products is up 16.2%. Hmm. Meat, poultry, fish, eggs, up 9%. Anybody get a 9% uh, pay raise? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, Dairy and related products up 15.9%. And think about it, right? We're trying to eat healthier. Fruits and vegetables up Mm. 10.4%. Non-alcoholic beverages up 12.9%. Food away from home is up 8.5%. So, you know, like meals, little snacks, those are up 8.8%. So as we keep looking at these things, everything's up, right? Everything's up. Electricity, check this out. Electricity is up 15.9%. And then obviously we're headed to the wintertime. So I know I I read an article the other day saying that they're saying that your heating bill should be double. Yes. Yeah, about double. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think... You know, and these are things that some we're giving you the stats, right? But most of you, all of you, are already feeling it. You're feeling it in your pocketbook. You're feeling it when you go to the gas station. You're feeling it when you go to the grocery store to feed your kids and your family. Okay, you're feeling it. You know, there are some people that I know already that are being laid off in the mortgage industry that I've worked with, that I'm friends with. They're already being laid off in the mortgage industry because right now mortgages and home buying is down. Now, these are some things we tell you not to make you afraid of what we believe is coming. Because right now, what you are feeling, you know, if you have already been preparing, then you're right on course. Now, you can never over prepare. So let's keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But you some of these things, you know, Leo and I, we, we've been watching and we have been preparing for and considering way before now. Some of you may be late to the bus. But. You can still prepare. And so this is not to make you fear. We want to make sure we tell you how to, how can you be abundant in coming out of this? So how can this help? How can you, you know, make some changes or some necessary adjustments for you and your home so that you can still live abundantly through these trying times that we are about to embark upon? I, would, I don't believe, now this is my opinion. I'm not going to give you, you know, this is literally my opinion. This is not a fact, but I believe next year will be, a harder year. I believe we're just on the cusp, you know, and we're looking at a lot of things going on in the world. We're looking at a lot of things going on within this country. We're just on the cusp. And so we're going to go over some things too, that can help you to prepare you and your family for what may be coming down the pipe. uh, And some things that can help secure you through these trying times. So we're going to also cover some of those things. And you also have right now, um, you you were, uh, we were discussing that article. Was it one hundred and fifty thousand or one hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs? Was oh, so were they were cut. 
Yeah, they were they were estimated. I think it was a hundred and I want to say one hundred and seventy five thousand jobs per month. That was uh, Bank of America and uh, Chase. I believe it's I think it's Jamie. Is it Jamie Dimon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were they were estimating that the job losses are going to be about one hundred and seventy five thousand per month. Now, the jobs report right now, if you look at the jobs report, it doesn't show us bad. So unemployment doesn't seem to be bad. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but it doesn't seem to be bad. And that's what they are basing off of right now to say, hey, well, you know, obviously right now unemployment is not bad. And we're not here. To, again, we're not here to spook you and tell you that, hey, things are going to get so bad. What we're trying to tell you is pay attention to what's happening. Yes. Some people are already feeling it in their jobs, in their pockets, et cetera. So what can you do now to start getting ahead? What can you start stocking up on? Yeah, what can you start preparing? What can you start preparing? What can you start to, you know, we'll start going over some of these tips in just a moment here. What can you start to do to help your family out? Because these things are going to come. And, you know, we've, as a country, we've been through recessions and depressions before. Now, I'm not saying we're going into a depression. But I do believe we're on the cusp of a recession. In my opinion, I believe we're already in a recession. Yes, I believe we're already in a recession. Yeah, I mean, that's not, they haven't said that. So, again, you know, our job is not to get on here and tell you, you know, to be, you know, to, to tell you anything else but what we believe and think. And we'll make sure we state that. Our opinion is we're already in a recession, but we're definitely going to be going into one. And I don't think that's, you know, a mystery. I think we all know it. Yes. It's just, okay, how do you prepare for it to be able to make sure you and your family are secure? Correct. So now there's even uh, articles now stating that 34% of Americans are putting off big purchases, mm. right? Why do the recession fears? So think about it, 34%, which I think it's actually, you know, very intelligent on their part. I'm not going to make this big purchase right now because I don't know what the unforeseen. Yeah, I mean, you're un- so again, let me let me backtrack just a second. How do we get here? Well, I think, again, if you've been paying attention to the signs, you understood that with inflation and and the demand being so high that people were spending, spending, spending. A lot of people made some money through the government. Some people saved money when they were at home during the pandemic. There were stimuluses given out. People had more money to spend. And when you start spending more, it inflates the market. And so the feds have to slow down the market. They have to be able to, you know, stabilize it. And so that's why rates are rising, because they understand if they raise the rates, you slow down in spending. Okay? That's the job. What they're trying to do is raise the rates just to the point where it slows you down and not go into a recession, but that's very, very, very difficult to do. Now we head into the holidays and stuff like that. Um, I think what they're going to probably do is kind of look at how much people spend near Christmas. That's going to be a good evaluation point. Mm-hmm. How much people went out and actually spent near Christmas. You know, how much did they use on, and, and, and borrow money from credit cards or spending, et cetera. You're probably starting to see some, some emails, uh, some mail come or uh, coupons come your way for, you know, purchases and, and, incentives to buy because they still want to try to encourage you to buy a little bit. The stores do, the but stores the feds do. want to slow you down. Yeah. But me personally, I'm not going to encourage you to spend money. Yes. Right. Right now is the time to try to minimize spending, minimize spending, trying to put anything you can away for an emergency, right? An emergency, especially here. Gas, obviously, right? We all need gas. We see it started creeping up again. Everything's costing us more. So, my belief, my recommendation is where can we cut some expenses? 
Do I still have the membership that I said I was going to cancel that I haven't canceled yet? Cancel it. Write these down. What memberships do I have? Gym, magazines, phone, whatever the case, whatever, uh, not phone, your phones, but whatever subscriptions you have that you're not using, cancel it. That's extra money you can put away. Think about this too. I don't, I don't think you should feel that you have to buy everyone something expensive for Christmas or gifts coming up right now. You have to start preparing for what's to come next year. And again, we're not here to create fear or anything like that. We're just trying to prepare people for what we see happening first, second, third quarter of next year. Well, I mean, I've done it. I've canceled subscriptions. I've been, um, we really don't eat out much, but I minimize that even further. Um, I would, I'm very thankful I have a wife who cooks for me. So she, or cooks for us, for the family, I should say. So I have meals that I take to work instead of eating out. Because um, that can get really expensive. You're eating out 10, 15, 20 bucks a day. That's a lot of money. You can be putting some of that money away uh, for how they say a rainy day fund. Um, another thing that we can all do too is stop buying things that are on sale, Right. I used to be guilty of that. I'm like, oh, it's on sale. I'm going to buy it. I didn't need it, but it's a great price. I'll use it someday. If we can eliminate some of those things too, that would be very, very helpful. Again, going into next year, right? If we start this now, we start preparing now. When they do announce that there's a recession and there's fear, you're already prepared. You're like, okay, I already knew this was coming. I already started trying to cut a couple things out so I can try to put a little bit of money away. For these times, think about this, right? If prices continue to go up, it's going to cost us again even more just to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Just like you, I'm sure everyone sees it. Every time you go to the grocery store, like, man, this is a dollar more. This is 60 cents more mm-hmm. than last time I was here. And that just continues. Do you have any, any ideas or anything that, any tips you want to throw out there? Yeah. So, tips that they can help you out. Okay. Uh, some of these things, some of, the, some of these things you may have already been doing and some you may not. But here's some tips that you can take to help you and your family to weather the storm that may be coming down that we believe is coming down. Right. So, you know, when you go shopping, you know, buy an extra few goods at a time. You don't have to go in and herd. You don't have to go in and and stock up at one time. Right. We don't want to panic buy but go in. And when you shop for groceries, buy an extra few goods, dry goods that you can put away and store them. They are not for now. They are for later. Okay, you will see that you will start to accumulate a quite, you know, quite a bit of amount of food for trying times. Okay. Also, when you get paid, we always talk about paying yourself. Yes. Put some money away. Pay yourself first. Put some money away that you can have for trying times. Yes. And here, do do a percentage. Yes. Just do a percentage. Say, hey, 15% my paycheck. Yeah. All right. I got paid. I'm taking what's 15% of this paycheck. All right. I'm putting that away. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have a number. It's, it's, it's some, you know, some people get paid different every time they get paid. Some people get the same. So set that aside, that percentage. Next is, you know, try paying down your debt. Get out of debt if you can. Come on. Okay. So let's try paying down your debt uh, that you may have, whether it's credit card, car notes, you know, whatever you may have that, is tying up your pockets and preventing you from being able to put some money away. Pay down your debt. You don't want to be in debt during these trying times having to pay debtors. It is going to eat up your money. Okay. 
Um, something else, try buying or getting into a better fuel efficient vehicle. If you travel far for mm-hmm. work, I'm going to tell you now, you think gas is going back up a little bit? No, gas is gas is going to get even more expensive. So, you know, try buying a more fuel efficient vehicle if you have to travel for work. Something that can be a little bit easier for gas and do it just for now. Right. But you just want to kind of put yourself in a situation where you're not having to, you know, pay six dollars at the pump. Uh, I do believe towards the end of the year. Probably by you know obviously December thirty first. I think right now gas in the city is probably about five forty nine or something like that in the city. Yeah, I think it's right around five. Here in Chicago, so and this is again we're speaking from Chicago. I know California. I thought I saw it was about what was it about eight dollars. I saw some places there like seven eight bucks. Yeah, so California. I mean obviously we, that's West Coast. So if you're listening hey, to California, but, that's but the, God bless you. It's very interesting. Um, someone from the uh, administration um, now said that gas price has always been that high. <laughs> so there's some outrage out there in California. They were just, yeah, they were just they were just born about two months ago. Uh, and then also, you know, if you're in a household and you have a spouse, you and your spouse should talk and get on one accord. Get on one accord because if you have income coming in, if one person's trying to do it and the other one isn't, it's going to be a problem. You need to be on one accord. Sit down, have a conversation, or write down these goals. Have a conversation. Where are we trying to get to? You know what? What's the goal? Where are we trying? What are we trying to accomplish? And then you do that together. It's going to be difficult to try to do it yourself. And then your spouse, whoever he or she may be, is not on board with you. You have to get your household on one on accord. Yeah. Team effort. Yeah. Team effort. Um, I think those are some fantastic tips right there um, that will help moving forward. And I'm going to go to some scripture here. Um, this is Proverbs 22. So chapter 22, verse 7. Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. Ooh. Slave to the lender. Right? The borrower. Right? So this was very important to try to pay that debt off. Not try. Do it. Make it happen. Get a game plan. Get a game plan with your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever it may be, if you guys are together. Pay your debt off. Pay that stuff off because that, that's going to free up money during these times coming up. And if you want to live abundant, as we want you to live abundant, these are some tips that can help you to be abundant during these times. Life, life sends you curves, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. But you do understand that if you are going to be successful and abundant, you'll be able to thrive through any of those things, that, any of the curveballs that life throws at you. But you have to be able to be consistent, live moderately, okay, live moderately, live humble, and stay in prayer and ask God to lead you. And we believe that if you follow these tips, and we also believe that if you – um, you know, get with your spouse and get on one accord and stay prayerful. You can get through these times, and we will. Oh, we'll absolutely. get through these times as a country. We'll get these times as a people. But you have to be smart with your money going into, you know, and starting now. If you have not started, again, I'm going to be honest with you. If you haven't started at all, you're late to the party. But just because you're late does not mean you cannot accomplish these goals. So start getting the game plan together and understanding that what's happening now is not going to get better anytime soon. It's not going to get better anytime soon. Start making these necessary adjustments. For your household, for your kids, stock, you know, start putting away some food as we talked about. Yes. Start, you know, putting it to, putting away a rainy fund. You're going to need it at some point. You don't know what's coming down the pipe. Hopefully we don't run into a situation where a lot of jobs are being lost. Although I know people who are losing jobs now as we speak. So it's happening. It's already happening. And we touched on this before, but make a list. Put it on pen and paper. All your expenses. Everything. Car note. Home, 
groceries, um, electric bill, water bill, everything. Itemize it. Write down exactly how much it is. On top of that, like I said earlier, if you have any subscriptions, write that down. Write everything down. Every dollar that leaves your pocketbook every month, write it down. So you know exactly how much you need to survive just to be able to live. Also, if you over, you know, if you eat out, if you order food, Starbucks run, write that down. And you'll see how much money you're spending and then see where you can cut out. It's, it's called making a sacrifice, um, but it's temporary. Yeah. And as we say, you can never over prepare. Okay. Worst case scenario, you follow these tips, you do these things. And then all of a sudden next year, the economy is like tremendous. Okay. So you have some extra food in the cupboard and some, yeah, some <laughs> extra food and some extra money later right. on. Hmm. Wow. You don't know, want that. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. But again, we actually, we, we want to thank you lifers. We appreciate, appreciate every single person that listens, that's followed, that's shared. We thank you. We bless you and continue to listen to us every every Friday. We do appreciate it. I wanted to I wanted to really quick send out um just a uh a quick shout out to my wife. Happy anniversary. Today is our anniversary. Yeah, so, happy anniversary, Julie and Jesse. Thank you, thank you. It's been uh twenty years. Twenty beautiful years. Yeah. That's two decades, man. I know. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's I'm, amazing. I'm, 20 years. So I thank God for that. Thank God. It hasn't always been easy, but guess what? It's been worth it. So I appreciate her. I appreciate God giving me a wonderful wife and a wonderful life. So wanted to tell a happy anniversary. But before we go, as always, want to make sure we let you know we appreciate you. Allministries2 at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know. Follow some of these tips. If you have some other tips that you think you haven't heard from us that you think we might be able to share, send it to us in the email. We're more than happy to share that with people. We want to be able to help out wherever we can and help everyone to achieve that abundant life. Uh, before we leave, of course, as always, we'd like to say a prayer with you to make sure that uh, we're going to be able to be on one accord and that God will bless you in your household. So we definitely want to make sure we say a prayer with you. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our listeners. We thank you for their families. We ask you to bless them, Father. We ask you to take control of their finances, put them in better situations. Guide us all, Father, through these trying times that we may have. It's going to be a barking upon us, Father. Father, we know through you we can do all things through Christ. And we thank you and we praise you for the things that you have done and have yet to do, Lord. But Father, we put our trust in you. For we know, Father, no matter what we go through, you're always going to be there with us. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Abundant Life listeners. We appreciate you. And as always, continue to live the abundant life. And God bless. <laughs>